At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote hey guys it is ryan i'm not sure if you know this about me but i'm a bit of a fun fanatic when i can i like to work but i like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. It is the Lombardi line as we welcome you back here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. A happy Sunday to you, Michael Lombardi, taking important calls over there in Jersey. Look at yeah. him smiling. He's, uh, there's a lot going on right now, to say the least, Michael. To say the yeah, least. Yeah, a lot of stuff. Game seven Sunday. It's a good time. It is a great time. It's a time. great time. Every rookie is sensational. Did you see Malik Willis, how quickly he's learning the offense? You mean he's Joe Montana? Along. Yes, exactly. It's going to be brilliant. The campaign has already started because we have to cover up for the campaign that went away from us during the draft and how his name was glued on your tell. If you can't erase Malik Willis from your screen because of his name being constant, he's the top player available for four hours, eight hours, actually. You know, that that's the reason. So <laughs> he's going to have just a tremendous rookie mini. They don't ever see rookies like this before in all their lives. They're going to be the greatest rookie of all time. He's going to throw every pass, even though there's only going to be three players on the field. It's going to be tremendous. He's picking up everything so quickly. Write it all down, please. And also best friends with Ryan Tannehill. That's good news. Everything's for they, – they've never seen rookies like this before. You know, it's like every time I go see my dad, 95 years old, God bless him, I say, how you doing? He said, oh, they tell me all the time they've never seen blood like this before. I said, okay, that's great. I'm glad you got that kind of blood. Perfect. Let's move on here. You know, they've never seen it before. They've never seen rookies like this before. Well, well you should be glad. Guess what? You've got the same blood, bro. You're good to go, too. Barbershop uh, Mike, do, 95? Man, he's killing it. 95. You never, they've never seen anything like it before in their life. They, they, they tell me all the time. That's what they tell me. <laughs> you know you're well, getting old when you're flexing about the blood from the doctors. Exactly. Like, you know I, mean? I didn't know that. I didn't know they created blood. I mean, like, you know, I didn't know this. Blood ran a 4-3. Um, yeah. How about that quarterback? Because Corral was asked, has he spoken to Darnold? He said, no, hasn't spoken. So that turned into a story. Obviously, this all started with the Tannehill and Willis thing. You've got Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi. You've got Kenny Pickett and Trubisky. Like, what's your take overall on the quarterbacks, the incumbents, the kids coming in? What's your take? It, it's called competition. It's called competition. You're competing. If, if you believe, as the Patriots do, that it doesn't matter where you get drafted, it matters how you play, it's not your job to help out the player who's playing behind you. Now, you don't want to be a jerk. You're a teammate, right? But you're competing against them. 
you know, and, and certainly you have to set an example. I mean, Tannehill has an obligation to his organization and to himself to set an example. That's all he has. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have any obligation to make sure Malik Willis is doing his homework. He has no obligation to make sure Malik Willis's footwork and his technique. That's what we they pay coaches a lot of money in the NFL to do. So, like, to me, it's a non-story. It's a complete non-story. Again, one of the fabricated stories that we get in the offseason. You know, when, some, when someone doesn't want a story to die, they just keep going with it, you know? Like Matt Corral's swimming. He's going to learn the offense down in Carolina. It's going to take everything he possibly could just to get through week one, week one day install. Sam Darnold's struggling just to learn it, too. Like, do you really want Darnold helping Corral? I don't know. <laughs> Darnold needs to focus on himself. That's a good point. That's a valid point. Uh, they are making a lot about Pickett, the hometown boy. Poor for you feel badly for Mitchell, don't you? No, I mean, look, Mitchell's got to compete. It's like it's competition. It's like when we wake up every day, you know, as Parcells used to say all the time, when these feet hit the ground, you got to go compete. You, you got to compete no matter what you do in life. You got to compete. It's a competition every single day. And if you give into it, you know, I was listening to the Hubie Brown podcast the other day on Sports 70. It's fabulous. It's four years old, but it's still so relevant, and he's still so sharp after listening to him do the game. It's fabulous. And, and he talked about how every, every time he does a show, his, he reminds by what his father said. You know, you're just one step away from being back on the street. When you have that mindset that you have to compete every day, that you have to bring your A game to whether you do the Lombardi line or whether you teach a class or whatever you do, you know, that makes you a better person. That's what football is all about. That's why we call it competition. By the way, Hubie Brown, 88. You know what I've heard? Good blood. Let's Good bl- check. Great blood. They've never <laughs> seen blood like Hubies, I'm sure. Hey, dude, dude's on TV at 88 and still sharp. Let's be fair. With He's no, awesome. With no, with, like, I have, I have moments where I forget a guy's name. Like, he doesn't ever forget a name. Like, he's you got, don't forget boom. names. You're lying. Yeah, I do. I stumble. You There's don't. no doubt. I stumble. I forget. I, you know, I, we I all get, mess I, up. I, dude, I mess up all the time. Hey, let's do Nesson. Let's go Pats. The, yeah. the scheduling anomaly, Michael Lombardi, one of three teams to start with their first two on the road. We'll get to the schedule in a second. Last year was insane. They finished 10-7, and 2-4 and four start for the Patriots, a little seven-game win streak mixed in, and then a late-season slide ends up in Buffalo, pummeled 47-17 to 17 wildcard weekend. I'll just start here. The win total set at 8.5. They're coming off a 10-win campaign. Is that set too low for the Patriots? Well, look, they, Mac Jones got to take a mother may I step forward. There's no denying that. I mean, their passing offense last year was, you know, was not what it needs to be to be able to beat these elite teams. And their inability to stop the run was another area. I mean, they were 25th last year, Patrick, in yards per attempt allowed defensively. That, that can't happen. You know, that, that can't happen. That means you're not controlling the line of scrimmage. And then they weren't able to throw the ball down the field in terms of what they need to do, 15th and touchdown passes. So he's got to take a mother may I step forward. And he's got some better skill players around him, more speed. You know, I think this kid Thornton, who I watched at Baylor for four years, I think he's a legitimate player. You know, I know he went too early for most of the mock experts, but he's a good player. Uh, and their offensive line, I think with Trent Brown back at right tackle, with Cole Strange in there, I think Cole Strange will prove people wrong that he was still a good player. Defensively, it comes down to can they play? Can they have enough team speed? You know, last year with Hightower and Collins, they were way too slow, just way too slow. And they've got to improve their team speed. They've got to improve their ability to create those turnovers that they need. And it comes from forcing fumbles. I mean, that's when you know it. And they've got to do a much better job in that area. So, look, you're going to have to play hard teams. There's no denying it. It's not something to get away from. These teams, Buffalo's and Miami's improved, all these improved teams. You just have to be the team that improves. The Pats are 5-1 to in division. That's your third betting favorite. Of course, I told you about the eight and a half win total. So J.C. Jackson gone, Shaq Mason gone, Gunner, the kid on the punt return, he gone. Uh, but also, let's talk about the instability potentially with the coaching staff. I think it matters. You know, it's not just your son, but Josh McDaniels oh, took assistance with him. He did. He did. And, and, and there's going to be a transition. But I, I think this is where people don't understand the inner workings of New England Patriots about how Coach Belichick is in control of all three facets of the team. And I think what, once Josh left, and Josh was sensational at what he did, but because of Josh being there for so long and because of the volume of offense that was around there, I think what Belichick wants to do is peel it back. I'm not saying they want to become simplified, but I think they want to peel it back so younger players can play and players can play a little faster. 
and they've got to get the ball to their top players. I mean, Hunter Henry was really good last year, but Janu Smith was a disappointment. So they've got to find a way to utilize his size, his speed, and they've got to find a way where he can play faster than he did last year. And I think that's going to be the goal and the objective of it. And how he integrates this coaching staff together is going to be critical. Belichick is never going to throw around titles until you earn it. Right, he he's going to give you responsibility, and the more you do, the more you get. And that's fair. That's a pretty simple way of doing business, and it's probably the right way. So you know, I think that's what we'll see, and his hand will be involved in that. And the development of Mac Jones is going to go a long way to the development of the offense. I'll let you tackle the offensive line. Does Mac Jones have the help he needs? Of course, Harris and Stevenson in the backfield. Jacoby Myers, Devontae Parker, they bring in from Miami, as you know. Kendrick Bourne, you mentioned Thornton. Nelson Aguilar, does he have the support he needs in Jones? I think this is probably one of the best offensive teams skill-wise that the Patriots have had in a while there. Okay. You know, Parker, you know, Parker has always played well against New England. He hasn't played as well against other teams as he's done against New England, but he's a legitimate player. You know, he's what I think they wanted, or at least I thought Nikhil Harry could have been. So that they're improved there. I mean, the running back situation is really good with Damian Harris and uh, Ramondo Stevenson. They brought James White back, but they've got this Pierre Strong kid who's fast, explosive. Maybe he can develop into a a a kind of a nickel back. And then their offensive line, I think, you know, look, they're, with Trent Brown back, it gives them stability at right tackle. And, and Cole Strange playing next to him, it'll allow him with David Andrews. David Andrews helping out. I think they'll certainly improve in that area as well. So offensively, they should be able to move the football against anybody, and that line should hold up. Isaiah Wynn has to take his game to another level. I think the concerns you have with the Patriots more than anything is their team speed on defense, and can they get off the field against really good quarterbacks that move around, i.e. Mahomes and, and the teams they have to beat in the AFC, Mahomes and, and, and certainly Josh Allen. Yeah, you mentioned the slow linebackers, so Mac Wilson in, but Jabril Peppers is, is an interesting piece, right, because he's essentially a linebacker masquerading as he a is safety. A linebacker. So they'll, they'll use him. He'll He'll be used creatively in that defense. He's a nickel linebacker, what he is. So what they're going to do is kick him down. Look, when he was at Michigan, and he was a first-round draft pick of the Browns, I said it at the time, he's not, a, he's not a safety. He can't play in the deep part of the field. The three levels of safety must perform at a high level to play in the NFL is the deep part, near the line of scrimmage, and in the backfield. And Peppers really only can function in two of those areas, in the box and in the backfield. So they'll utilize his skill set and take advantage of that and see what that brings to them. And look, McCourty at his age, he's got to play it, you know, where he is. You know, you know, he's entering his 13th season in the National Football League. He's got to play as well, too. And then where are they at corner, right? They re-signed Malcolm Butler. Are they good enough at corner? They draft this Marcus Jones kid who's got a chance to be a returner plus a slot corner. And then they draft Jock Jones, uh, Jack Jones from Arizona State also to help at that. They're going to need to really improve in that area. And the key guy to improve is, is Barmore, who I thought was sensational last year. He needs to continue that development. To finish where we started, what, is this, what does it mean last year to you? Started poorly, ended poorly, killed it in the middle, middle of the year. What does that mean for Belichick? Well, I think that they're a young team growing. I think they were a very young team. They were developing a lot of moving parts. And I think what happened to them at the end of the season, defensively particularly, you know, look, they got a chance to beat Indianapolis. They can't – Hightower can't tackle the guy. Look, Hightower and Collins aren't anybody's team right now. Kind of shows you where right. they were defensively. They were too slow last year. And they kind of couldn't – you can't – sometimes you just can't fix everything in one year. You know, now he's got to get Jennings, the young kid he drafted in the third round. He's got to get Uche, who they drafted in the second round. He's got to get some of these guys, McGrown, McGrown, who they drafted in the fifth round but was injured. They've got to get those guys. That speed on the field really has to show up. I'm just saying, Nesson, Belichick's being doubted. That win total's eight and a half. This is the time to go hard on the Patriots. I, I, I like them. Let's go Dolphins next here at Lombardi Line, Michael. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? 
Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, it's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app. That's BetMGM, has all your favorite wagering options, in game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today. Stop by any MGM casino on the strip, bring that state issued ID. And you're ready to go. Whatever your sport, whatever your style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology, fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years or older. Physically located in Nevada. If you have a gambling problem, it's 1-800-522-4700. I don't know if there's, like, a bowling event, a pageant. I don't know what's going on here, Michael Lombardi, but the scenery is different here at the South Point Oh, there's always something going on there. There's always something going on. There's always that bowling tournament going on. There's, I mean, look, give them credit. I mean, Mr. Gone and the crew there have done an incredible job of, of, of making sure that South Point is busy. As you would say, it's lit. Uh, yes. <laughs> Hot dog cart lit yet? Hot dog not open yet, though. Let me see. I don't, there's a guy there's a guy standing in line chugging a beer and it's not open. So to yeah. say they're thirsty and hungry for the hot dogs would be an understatement. The hot dog cart, you know, when you go to the, as you call it, the hot dog cart as Michael bailed, I think Michael just went to go get in line at the hot dog cart. Um, he's back as you know, that when you get up there, there's a limit. You're only allowed three dogs. Is it three? Steven, you're allowed three dogs a person. That's how, yeah. Like how much people care about getting these dogs. Well, they're just trying to move that line. You know, it's like today when I went to Dunkin' Donuts. I mean, I don't know what the guy was ordering in front of me, but he was there for 15 minutes. Like, I mean, what are, what are you doing? Like, seriously. <laughs> how long is it going to take you to It can't be order? that important. It can't. Yeah. Be. It can't be. Um, what do you? What's your order at Dunkin', by the way? Oh, I just get black coffee going through, you know, Bad to come boy. in here. I don't have a coffee machine here in the office. So when I do the morning, when I do the mornings, I, I've got to, uh, I got to get a cup of coffee here. When we're, we're, we're starting early here on the, in the East Coast. Well, not as early as you, hey, though, Patrick. Hey, you, and you, you were thrown by the timing when you were here, right? In studio. Cause oh, it's yeah. so, it's, when you it's go little west little... to east and the east to west, it's so weird with the three hours. Can we just fix this, the United States? Yeah. Right? Everybody's on the same time. I think it has something to do with the sun. So I or don't think farming, we're farming. But fix who it. farms? <laughs> um, okay. Dolphins. Yes, sir. So Devontae Parker gone, but they have so yeah. much talent. Even like Gasecki is a matchup nightmare. Like the, it's almost an embarrassment of riches on offense. And I'll set the numbers up for the Dolphins, but Tua's in a tough spot because of what he's provided. Now, maybe what some say, one of the smartest offensive minds and Mike McDaniel at head coach, like the, the pressure is squarely on Tua. It really is. But it's also, you know, McDaniels is, is uh, this mind is a guy that, you know, was credited for his ability to, to devise a running game, even though we know Mike Shanahan and Kyle 
we're ultimately responsible for what we see in the 49ers going back to the Denver Broncos. But you're right. They do have a ton of talent. I mean, their offensive line has not produced. I mean, Austin Jackson, who they picked in the first round in 2020, has failed to be the left tackle. So they had to sign Teron Armstead, who's from the Saints and a good player, but has a hard time staying healthy. They signed Connor Williams from the Cowboys, which if you watch Connor Williams play in that playoff game against the 49ers, he was the weak link in that offensive line. And then, of course, on the right side, you've got two guys they drafted in the second round, Robert Hunt and Lynchburg, uh, Etchenberg. So they've got to be able to perform there. But with Kiseki on the field, and they're in three receivers, if they're in 11 personnel, they're really in, they're in four receivers. The burden is going to – they can't run the ball behind Gusecki. I love Gusecki, but there's no run game behind him. So they're going to be a four-receiver team. You've got to have the right guy to match up on them, and your offensive line's got to be able to hold up. And if Tua has to move right, left, side, in a way, where he – that first throw, that first window isn't there, and he can't get the ball out of his hand, that's when the problems start to mount. So it'll be interesting to see how teams play them, how they utilize Hill. I think Hill will be more of a short route runner than he will be the deep runner. I think Waddle will be more of a deep thrower, deep guy, you know, but I do think that the ability with the way they ran the ball last year in terms of the RPO game, not running the get ball, I think with their ability to to gain yards after catch, which is I thought they did a good job last year. Obviously they didn't because they changed the whole offensive staff. But I, I think ultimately if they can do that, you know, they can move along. I mean, last year, Think about this, Patrick. Last year, they were eighth in the league in attempts, right? They were, they were 17th in yards gained. Now, they were really low. They were really low in touchdown passes, only 20th. And they were 26th in yards after, in, 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 in yards after the catch. They couldn't, you know, there was not because of the quarterback. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything when you look at this team, it leads to the quarterback. It didn't lead to the skill. But yet they are now saying to all of us that it's not the quarterback, it's the skill. We shall see. Nine and eight last year for the Dolphins did not qualify for the postseason. Second betting favorite in division plus three eighty. The win total at the book I looked at this morning was eight and a half, but huge juice minus one sixty five on the over. So headed towards nine on the Dolphins. But you, how about this at running back? Edmonds and Mostert and Gaskin and Sony Michelle. They've got Hill and Waddle, Cedric Wilson in the slot, and Preston Williams. Like. This offense, it's almost like, is there, is, is there too much? Is it going to be spread too thin as far as talent offensively? Well, I mean, can, you, can, can they run block? I mean, I think that's going to be the fundamental question. Can they run block? Are they physical enough to run the football? I mean, last year they turned the ball over too much. They were 25th in turnovers, you know, and they couldn't run the ball. They're 30th in rushing, 31st in rushing yards per attempt. They averaged 3.5. They couldn't run the ball. They couldn't block anybody. It didn't matter who they played, you know. And I think, to me, the bigger question is, forget all these numbers. Is McDaniels going to be as good as coach as, as Flores? Ask yourself that question before you bet the over number here. Is McDaniels in his first year going to be better than Flores is in his third year? I don't see it. For all the conversation about Flores, I think he should have been a head coach. I think he has every reason to understand why he wasn't. I think he's a very good coach. I think he's demanding of the players. I want to know, you think McDaniels in his first year is going to be as good as Flores would have been in his third? I don't think that answer. you can answer that. Now, will they be the same defensively? They kept Josh Boyer as defense coordinator. They've added some more. They added players. They've got a very good corner in Xavier Howard. You know, they've done a good job of blitzing and mixing it up. But when they needed to stop people late in the year, they struggled. I mean, they struggled. They couldn't stop Tennessee. You know, and, and that became the real issue. And that was the game that cost them. That weather game in Tennessee... 34 to 3 losing that game where they gained 256 yards of offense right they that was the game that cost them the, that cost them the 10th win of the season so they keep the coaching staff you know as far as metrics are concerned they were kind of right that top third 11 to 15 as far as defensive rankings that mean the dolphins last year you expect the continuity you expect the same from the defense this year is that what, or is that a miss with flores well, no, I, I think a lot of it was Flores, but I think Boyer will run it. I mean, Boyer's a, a gambler now. He plays a lot of cover zero. I think Flores got them, scaled them back to playing a little bit less man-to-man and playing integrating more zone into their concepts. And, look, they're going to have to be able to rush the passer. I mean, one thing we know, Howard is very good. He's not going to get a lot of attention. People are going to throw the ball at Byron Jones, the other corner, and need him their nickel corner. Those are the two guys who are going to get all the action. 
And can they hold up with their pass rush? Are they going to be able to rush the passer? Ogabu, the kid that they got from the Kansas City first-round pick, uh, uh, you know, a former first-round pick of the Browns, I think certainly – or second-round pick of the Browns, excuse me. I think he gave them certainly a lot of pass rush in, off the edge, but can they duplicate that? I think that's going to be the fundamental question. Jalen Phillips, his second season as well, can he improve? There's, they've got talent. It's not like they're bereft of talent defensively. No, they're really good. And look, here's the question. If it starts slow, if it starts slow for Miami, you know, and they've got Teddy Two Gloves over there. Now, I'm not saying Teddy Two Gloves is great, but, you know, you open up with New England at home. You've got to go to Baltimore. You've got to go to Buffalo, and you've got to go to Cincinnati. You're 1-3, and three and your quarterback's not playing well. Before you go up to New York, what are you doing? Maybe time for a change. I think it's certainly considerable. Now, they won't do that because they're locked. Yeah, they're, 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 they're all in. Even social media is all in on Tua. I mean, that pass he made the other day, they, you know, that pass was brilliant. It flopped. It was a helicopter, but it was brilliant. Touch pass. And, uh, you know, t- I mean, it was the infield fly rule was in full effect, you know, when it happened. And, you know, it, it kind of came down. So, look, there's, you're not going to convince them that it's going to take 17 games and a hard loss before they're going to be convinced it's not Tua's fault. And, 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 and maybe that's the kind of loyalty you need to have with quarterbacks today. I don't know. To me, I, I have my doubts. You could see the tears falling out of Tyreek, Tyreek's uh, helmet. It wasn't the Miami rain. It was him crying when he was waiting for that <laughs> lollipop to drop. <laughs> yeah, hey, I mean, hey, by look. the way, you know what I meant to bring up to you? Because so, I know you have a relationship with Dayball. What the Giants have in Brian Dayball, because there's great clips going around about him talking about the Rangers, is he just has a very – and it's such a dichotomy from the coach before. He has – Judge was a weirdo, no offense. Uh, but Dayball has this like really cool presence about him where he's comfortable in his own skin. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, I think he is. I think, you know, he's been around the block. He's watched Mangini. He's watched Bell. I mean, he's watched some good coaches. So he's kind of – and he's his own guy. You know, he's, he's adapted his personality into what he wants to do. And, he, and he's one of these guys that I think you can you – can, he make fun of himself. He's not, you know, he's not all uptight. You right. know, and, he, and he's willing to kind of use himself at the expense of the joke and talk about his weight and talk about some of the things he needs to improve on as well. I was going to talk more about Joe Judge, but it is Sunday, and I'd have to say like 10 F-bombs in a row. So yeah. I'll leave it alone. <laughs> Your boy. Is Joe Judge running the offense in New England? 10 seconds. I don't think any – I think there's a vision of the offense coming from the head coach. I think they're all dis- distributing what he wants. Well put. Thomas Gable is next here on the Lombardi Line. Listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, spring special, aka kitchen sink. You get everything through July 31st for $59. VSIN.com slash spring. Adam Burke's daily best bets as far as Major League Baseball. Jonathan Von Tobel, NBA throughout the finals. Andy McNeil throughout the Stanley Cup playoffs. Everything, including golf, UFC, USFL, NASCAR, and point spread weekly. So, what does that mean? It means you get everything for 59 bucks. VSIN.com slash spring. VSIN.com slash spring. We welcome you back here, middle of May, on the Lombardi line, presented by BetMGM. He is Michael Lombardi. It's a Game 7 Sunday, Michael, as we say mm-hmm. hi to our buddy Thomas Gable. And we say hi to Thomas, a race and sportsbook director there at the Borgata. But we should start with, how are you feeling, my friend? Are you still feeling under the weather? No, I was, I was actually feeling fine. It's just... Uh... I've lost my voice a little bit, but um, otherwise I feel just fine, okay. Patrick. Good. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for checking on me. I appreciate it. We were wondering it. how you were feeling, and we're glad you're good. The uh, You had a little bit of a respite yesterday, although three games, three game sevens on the ice, which were awesome. Yeah. Two more on the ice today, and the two basketball. Let's start with the basketball here, Thomas. Well, let me just say this, Patrick. Let me, if I Please. ask you to take a guess, which game seven do you think today is going to attract the highest handle and most bets here, what would you say? Michael, you take a shot first. I'm going to say uh, Boston-Milwaukee because I think the better realize it's going to be the closer game and the other ones, uh, the home court seems to take it away. So I'm going to go with the one that's the closest game that has historically been over six games the closest. I'm going to go Milwaukee-Boston. Yeah, and I would agree with Michael generally, but I know what hockey fans are like in that area. We'll go pittsburgh and the Rangers. 
You you are correct, Patrick. That's going to be the most nice heavily call, packed game Patrick. here today. That you was, are correct. You know yes. what? There's a pocket, and when I lived in New York City, Michael and, and Thomas, there's a pocket of and hockey is generally like this, where there's a great pocket and they're fervent. But there's some really great Rangers fans, and that. Yes. And, and you know that too, Thomas. And that that series has been why Brian Dayball, Michael, has been talking about how wild the series is. It's been a crazy series. Yeah, yeah. It, I, I it mean, really it, has. Yeah. Go ahead, TG. Go ahead, Mike. Okay. Yeah. I, no, I was just going to say. I mean, the Rangers. Uh, listen, obviously, with us being close to New York City, uh, any New York team, no matter what sport it is. Uh, in the future market, we always have liability on a New York team, and the Rangers are no different. They're probably our biggest liability here for the Stanley Cup. So, you know, in terms of future market, would it be good for us if the Rangers get eliminated here today? Sure. But um, this series has been has been pretty wild, back and forth, and, you know, uh, I I expect this to be just a big, big handle game here. And, you know, it's it's Game 7, and Rangers uh, just $1.20 favorites right now. Um, but they they are attracting uh, the majority of the ticket count early here today. But I, I expect a lot of Rangers money to, to show up here because, like you said, Patrick, there's some very fervent uh, Rangers fans in this area. Even though it's South Jersey, we, we still get them here. Yeah, it is. It's it's really it's nuts. It's a really, really good home, home ice, although home ice in the playoffs generally doesn't matter much in hockey. Okay, let's go to the wood, and we'll start with the game Michael mentioned, which has been the best series, without a doubt, in the NBA, and that's the mm-hmm. Bucks celtics Open, and where are you sitting there at the Borgata, Thomas? So currently Celtics laying five and total two oh five and a half. And we've uh we've seen the total come down. Actually in both of these games today the total has uh, dropped from the opener. Uh but uh the, the spread is actually right where um where it opened. Now say how much does Giannis have left? He he's he's scored forty points or more in back to back games. He's pretty much been unstoppable. Uh but the one thing we've seen is Giannis getting to the foul line a lot. He shot 10 or more foul shots in five of the six games in the series. And now traditionally, less fouls are called in game sevens. So the Bucks are really going to need someone to step up, help the scoring, uh, the scoring load, take that off of Giannis, uh, which has certainly been an issue for them uh, in this series without Middleton. Um, and then for Boston, you have Robert Williams, you know, he continued to sit out and heal from that torn meniscus. He's questionable for this game. Um, and now home court hasn't meant a lot in this series, both teams winning on the road. Uh, but I feel like in this line here, it's just a little too high uh, with the five for Boston. I would lean Bucks and the points. And, and when you look at the total, you know, people may say there's been an over-adjustment here. But, again, the unders in Game 7, traditionally, they have a very high winning percentage. And the reasons for that, I'm sure you know you guys have probably covered already. You know, the defensive intensity is ratcheted up. There's some shooting tightness. And, again, the refs tend to call less fouls, which also then leads to, uh, to unders coming through. Yep. Oh, unless it's Scott Foster in the mix. We'll get to him in a second. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> can, they, can I ask the why? Like, yeah, it's, it's really bad when you have to mention who was refereeing a game. Exactly what Michael I, I and I were discussing. Denver, exactly. You, you just said it. It's actually kind of embarrassing, right, Michael? Really I mean, is. it's really embarrassing. We should never have this conversation. I mean, it should just be, okay, who's coming in and that's it. But, I, I mean, it's somehow he steals. And they continue to allow him to steal the spotlight. You know, yeah. The um, also in a game seven playoffs in general, Thomas, it becomes a half court game. What I noticed in game mm-hmm. six, and obviously this is pretty basic, but where Milwaukee misses Middleton is big time in their half court sets. Like, yes. you know, today probably. if yep. he's playing today, I, I love the Bucks. I probably still like him at the number, but they miss him in the half court, and the playoffs are a half court game. That that they are. That they are, and uh, one of the reasons why we see the Sixers eliminated because the playoffs are hit. <laughs> it took Michael ten minutes into the. I know you're not. I'm not biting. It took him ten minutes into the show today, and it took you four minutes into your spot. So congratulations to say, you both. All I will say oh. to this, Thomas, is I think one of the best articles I have ever read 
is almost as if I wrote it myself, is in today's Philadelphia Sunday Inquirer, written by Marcus Hayes, the columnist, who basically says everything we've been saying on the show for the last four years is that if you want to compare Embiid to the greatest centers of all time, you, you don't even understand the NBA. He's not even the best center that ever played in Philadelphia. Read the column, and I think it's really a perspective that fans need to understand completely because it gives the light onto what this illusion that's been created and the reality. No, you're definitely never. He's definitely not the greatest center to have ever played in Philadelphia, uh, no. unless you want to discount Moses Malone, who uh, I mean that guy was relentless. So yeah. you can't say the same thing about Embiid. Well, at least Michael didn't bite. <laughs> he just he's just sitting on that one which but by the way i agree with both of you um okay dallas and phoenix look this total is sitting 204 and a half 205 man mm-hmm. i see a 204 and a half now what an adjustment right because the two first two games of the series averaged over 235 and not the total yeah. posted but i'm saying point scored, right, right. thomas yeah point scored yes yeah and and this total has come down uh quite dramatically from from where it opened, you know, some shops opened it, at, you know, around two ten, um, even two ten and a half, maybe. And now we're down two oh four and a half here, and the uh, the Suns are laying six and a half at home. Now in this series, the home team has not lost, but the Suns have struggled to score in the last three of the four games. So, um, Mavs on offense, they've been able to space the floor. They've hit fifty seven threes in the last four games. And I think when you look at the total in this game, you need to consider what narrative you think is going to happen in terms of the outcome. I, I don't see the Mavs winning in a shootout. So if you believe the Mavs will win this game, I think you have to look at the under and it being an ugly game with them shutting down the Suns' offense. And if you believe the Suns can cover this number, then more than likely they would have found their offensive flow. And there's a better chance that you know, this could go over the, the short no, 204 and a half. So, uh Keep in mind, though, this series has been the slowest-paced series of the four semifinal series. I don't think many people realize that, but this this series has been played at a very slow pace. And, and controlled by Luca. I mean, really, that's what we've yeah. talked. We, you're right. I mean, Luca's controlled the pace of the series, and for as much as Phoenix wants to up, it really comes down to shooting more than pace. I mean, when Phoenix shoots well, they win. When they don't, they don't. And the pace, they can't change the pace. Can we just discuss how bad Chris Paul has been? It's almost unthinkable how bad he's been in the last four games, right? But Thomas, I mean, turnovers, to. turnovers on to. top of turnovers. Yeah, you're not allowed to disparage Chris Paul. We understand because he's the greatest no, point guard right. of all time. Who's Magic Johnson? But he has not yeah. played well, Thomas. No, he hasn't. And I don't think it's really been expected. I shouldn't say it. It obviously doesn't fit the common narrative that's out there nationally about him. But what you've seen, I think, from Chris Paul is maybe – some age catching up, you know, you've seen kind of these back-and-forth games where, you know, one night he'll show up, the next night then there's, right. you know, uh, not the normal Chris Paul. So uh, I don't know if age is catching up to him at this point. Catches up to all of us except Barbershop Mike, who you missed no, it. Michael's father blood. has great blood. He's 95. He went to the doctor, great and he was, he was bragging about great <laughs> blood. the blood he's got, which is an awesome stunt. Um, okay. I haven't heard uh, many people brag about that, but that's good. Actually, if you'd like to come visit visit with them, every time I go see them, it's the, they've never seen blood like this before. They, they never. I don't know. Hey, if, if it's a different, I don't know. Get in but line. God bless them. Get in line. The best bloodline starts with Barbershop Mike. Uh, Thomas, <laughs> continue to feel better, buddy. Thank you. We'll talk to you tomorrow, okay? All right. Thanks, thanks guys. Okay. Enjoy the game. Race and Sportsbook Director at the Borgata, Thomas Gable. Coming up next, our buddy Wes here at Lombardi Line. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... 
Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, it's the loyalty program, the reward program over at BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Unleash the spirit of Las Vegas. Of course, you can join now. It's your credit card. You, every time you bet, you get points, and those points are redeemable online or convert into comps at MGM Resorts Nationwide. It's a great program. Got to be 21 years or older. 1 800 Gambler. If you have an issue, make sure you check in. Michael Lombardi there. Mr. Game 7 is getting prepared, of course. Let's see. So you're starting 3.30. Your t- oh, you have some time. A few yeah. hours to walk Bella, do your thing, right? Gotta, write a book. Got to walk Bella. Got, got, yeah, got to finish a daily coach. Got to write. Uh, you know, I'm down to the last player, Patrick. One I was going to go, say, you've got to be almost done, right? I am almost done, yeah. I got to go edit through the this final the half dozen that I've written. And... Uh, and then turn it in tomorrow. Well, I can so tease a little bit on this. I've I've got uh, I've had the pleasure of reading a few. This is a very unique book, is what I'll say. And then when you when we start when you start to promote it, I think people are really going to get into it. Um, yeah. oh, okay. We need a title of it. We need. I, I, I'll the, take the care of it after the thing, show. Don't worry. I'll send it. Thank over. you, please. Yeah. I would like that. Yes, <laughs> I, I, I gave that to Will Hill, but he hasn't come through with that. He's too busy setting up. Network hey, how about television. this? A book so good, almost like I wrote it. Like you said about the article. <laughs> <laughs> remember, that? remember that was? We were just joking about your line was so good about that reporter in Philly. You're like, man, this article was so good. It's almost like I wrote it. I love that. I, I agree with that. You know, it's rare that I agree with everything that the guy wrote in an article, and and. That that one was like, I, I, it, it's relieving for me that somebody else sees it and is right. not falling con to it. There's the, the, if you're going to fall con to it and you're going to buy, well, he played hurt. You know, he did. You know, no, no. Like, look, it, 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 if you're going to play, you're going to play. If you're hurt, don't play. One guy that's never been conned by Joel Embiid is Wes Reynolds. Weird transition, but I had to do it somehow. Wes, yeah. <laughs> Wes. How are you, VEASAN host? Sorry to cut into your time, buddy. How you doing? No problem, guys. Uh, we always play hurt, Michael. I always play hurt, uh, no matter what. Yeah. Well, I do think that, <laughs> Michael, I do think the one thing people are recognizing that you've said that wasn't really known, that Embiid is on the ground a lot. <laughs> That's, I started noticing that more after you told me about that. I mean, I've never seen an athlete on the ground like this. Like, I've never seen somebody not be able to control his body. I mean, it's <laughs> like he flops it. Like, he's trying to get fouls at every moment and, you know, and every time. Like, I, I've, I've never seen it, you know, and I don't understand that. I've asked people in the NBA, like, have you ever seen this before? And they're all like, all right, we lost Michael. We have Wes Reynolds. Michael will be back. Wes, uh, first off, hope you're having a good weekend. Secondly, and of course, you can hear Wes all weekend here on VSIN. Let's start on the ice where we have a couple of game sevens and a game that Thomas Gable just said is going to be his most bet game across the board there at the Borgata's Pittsburgh uh, and the Rangers. You're going to go under the posted total here of six. Yeah, I, I actually took under six and a half with some nice. uh, heavier juice at 125. But you're right. Right across the board, it is six. And really the theme that we saw yesterday, and it went three for three, I was glad I was aboard. 
Game seven unders are back in the National Hockey League in the Stanley Cup playoffs because we've been talking about it, Patrick, how all these games have been going over and it's just a different brand of hockey than we saw five, 10, even 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. And you've seen a lot of overs, but yesterday, all unders. Uh, the Boston Carolina got a little bit dicey, but I think once you get to three to three, these teams don't want to make a mistake. And actually what you saw were three first period unders. So it's usually when the goal comes kind of early in the second period, then you start to see the other team show urgency. It's kind of like, okay, we're feeling it out until something happens. A goal is put on the board and then we decide how we're going to play. So yeah, I am on the unders again today. Hopefully uh, the trend continues at least for the short term, because I believe, like I was saying, the first periods were going under, but the second periods were going over. I think they all went over yesterday uh, once they once they really kind of get the flow. Uh, second period overs, I believe, are on an 11-2 and two run. Wow. First period unders on a 12-1 and one run. Wow. Great information. I think we got our buddy Michael Lombardi back. Let's start with the late game, fellas. And that's Dallas at the Suns. Michael and I both like Dallas catching the 6.5. You got a good number here, Wes. Where are you on this one? Yeah, I bought up to seven. I went ahead and played plus seven minus a dollar twenty. And look, the thing that concerns me about Phoenix, one of uh, many things, is the turnovers. If you look, start with game two, 17 turnovers. Game three, 17. Game four, 17. Game five, 18. Game six, 22 turnovers uh, by the Phoenix Suns. And you just you wouldn't expect that when you have, of course, one of the great point guards of at least the recent era in Chris Paul. And then all of a sudden, just the turnovers have really plagued Phoenix. And what really has turned this series around, I think, for Dallas was the defense, the defense. Because 0-2, if you recall, in the first two games, I think they gave up 125 points, 1.32 points per possession. Since then, they're only averaging giving up 90 a game, 105 per possession. The defensive rating has plummeted basically every game. And really what you're seeing that the Mavericks have been able to do, and I give Jason Kidd and the Mavs staff credit, they're able to hide Luke on defense because we know what Phoenix was trying to do. They were trying to exploit him in every single pick and roll situation, having him getting switched on Booker, having him getting switched on Paul, but they've been able to hide him. And then on the offensive end for Dallas, you know what they're going to do. It's basically the same strategy. They're going to shoot about 43s a game, and they're going to help to make like 16 of them, 40%. I think they're actually shooting 39% for the series. So, yeah, I just I just wonder. I, I, I think what you're seeing, too, with the series getting bet under, at least, I think it's gone under like uh, three or four points from the opener. By the way, game seven unders, 33-21 and 21 since 2003. That's 61%. However, uh, to sound like Stephen A. Smith, however, (laughs) what you don't want to do is you don't want to be too late to the party here because this open 210, Dallas and Phoenix, I'm seeing as low as 204 and a half. And with Milwaukee and Boston, it was 209 and a half on the opener, now seeing 205 and a half. So if you want to bet an under, I don't think you chase. The bookmakers know that money is coming in on the under. So look, they're not going to give you a better number when they know you're going to bet a worse number. So if you're wanting to play the unders, I may sit tight a little bit and wait for an in-game spot. I may have put words in your mouth, Michael. Which Who are you on today with the Mavs' sons? You know, initially yeah. I was on uh, – no, initially I was on Phoenix. But the more I talk about this game, I, I think it's – I think the points are t- – Wes, I don't understand why in these game sevens the, the, there's such big point spreads in both games. Boston five and a half, Phoenix six, you know, six and a half. So I, I'm leaning towards more of taking both the – the points and the dogs. Yeah, I, I'd be with you, Michael. I'm not going to play the side in Milwaukee-Boston because I already have a Milwaukee series price. Unfortunately, at a worse number, I kind of hedged off a little Friday and played the Celtics plus two. But, yeah, I think that these are big num- big numbers here, especially Dallas-Phoenix. I feel like Phoenix is kind of getting the benefit of the doubt a little bit because, of course, they were the Western Conference champions and they have CP3 and people are maybe thinking, ah, this is just a bad stretch of games and it may end up being just that. Or is it a guy kind of shows his age? You never know. You know, I always talk about this in fighting, like in boxing or in UFC, MMA. Guys get old overnight and you never really know 
when it's going to happen until it actually happens. But Chris Paul and J.J. Redick pointed this out. He was doing the uh, analysis on game six on the telecast. He was like, this has not been the same Chris Paul over the last four games. So is it a trend or is it an aberration? By the way, you know, boys, that's, that's the one thing that happens in, in football. It's one of the curses that I think coaches fall privy to is this notion that a guy's good during the regular season and he's got another gear. These older right. players, they fade late. It's Doc's biggest. To me, it's what kills the six. He plays these guys minutes during the regular season like they're going to play in the post, and it doesn't happen. And I think, I think J.J.'s right. I think Paul just doesn't have another gear. Hey, by the way, to put a bow on a fun show, this is perfect for you, Michael. You know who's trending on Twitter right now? Scott Foster. Of course he Can is. Elon Musk fix that? Like, why is Scott I mean, Foster trending? Wes, Scott Foster should not be this big of a discussion. Of course, 0-14, that being Chris Paul in the postseason with Foster officiating. Well, he was supposed to be on the game Friday night uh, up in uh, Milwaukee, uh, game six with the Celtics and Bucks, And then he was uh, an NBA official on Twitter, tweeted out, non-COVID-related illness. So you're thinking – okay, they're sending him out to Phoenix for game seven. And, you know, like you were bringing that up. It was like, by God, that's Scott Foster's music. You just know, (laughs) you almost feel like it has to happen. (laughs) That's your boy, Michael, Scott Foster. He's going to get FaceTime tonight, too. He'll be in that replay when they stick their face right in the, you know, right in the thing to give their explanation. Oh, my gosh. Now, the Paul Foster showdown is going to be legit because it's a game seven. The intensity is going to be up. Oh, he doesn't play point guard. Luca plays point guard. Never mind. <laughs> Think about Never that. Mind. We're talking about the official. Okay. Officially on the way out. Are you going with the points in both game sevens here on the wood, Michael? Yep, I'm going to go both of the points. I'll take Dallas and the six, six and a half. I think if I get the seven, it would be great. I'm not going to buy it. I'll take the six and a half, and I'll take I'll take Milwaukee and the best player in basketball, Giannis. And if you're going to give me five, thank you. You're welcome. Michael, enjoy your Sunday. I'll see you tomorrow. Thanks. Happy Sunday. Yeah. Wes, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you, Wes. Appreciate thank you, buddy. You guys. Okay, have a great Sunday. Coming up next, our boy Femi and James Salinas right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Discover BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Sign up today and win $200 if you place a $10 wager on any NBA playoff game and either team hits a three-pointer regardless of your bet's outcome. Simply use bonus code V. 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 At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Dot com slash compatibility.